You're listening to Culture Shift. I'm Amanda LeClaire. There's been an explosion of growth in Detroit's dining scene in recent years, but the city's culinary history is just as interesting as its present. A new book called Lost Restaurants of Detroit explores the city's dining past. It's out now from the History Press. I talked with author Paul Fashan about the book. Most of the restaurants you included are now closed, but there were a few that you decided to include that are still open, like American Coney Island and Lafayette Coney Island. Why was that? The reason I included some operating venues in the book is those places that are operating that I that I uh, put in the book are places that are particularly historic and have played uh, a great role in the history in the development of the history of the city's culinary scene in a way that uh, you know even though they're still operating they still have lots of, there's lots of people with. Uh, very, very fond recollections of them and, and so forth. And in many ways, they shaped Detroit history uh, and continue to do so today, but they certainly did in the past. So the operating venues uh, that are still that are in the book are places that have been operating for quite some time. The most extreme example is uh, Roma Cafe, which dates to 1890. One of the chapters in the book has to deal with the Detroit's ethnic dining scene, which is huge. And a yes. lot of the ones you included in here, like the uh, the German restaurants, and the Arabic restaurants, and the Jewish delis, they are still, uh, if not necessarily those particular restaurants, the uh, there's still places to get that kind of food. But one mm-hmm. one entry you included in here is Polynesian food. Yes, and I can say I haven't seen a Polynesian restaurant in Detroit in my time here, at least. It's you're right, and it's something that uh, was uh, a big, I don't want to call it a fad, but certainly a trend in the 50s, particularly in the 60s, and uh, with the um, place like Trader Vic's that was in the Statler Hotel, that was quite the quite the trend at the time, a culinary trend, which is somewhat diminished in its impact right now. Interestingly enough, uh, the Trader Vic's uh, it was a national chain that was based in California. It still operates today, uh, but most of its restaurants today are not, are outside of the United States. A lot of them are in the Middle East and, and places like that. There are still a few on the West Coast, but uh, that uh, that culinary style is most popular now outside of the United States. When you're doing this research, were there any particular stories or histories of, of certain restaurants that surprised you? Well, uh, the story about uh, Carl's Chop House, about how Carl Rosenfield uh, started the restaurant with money that he got from selling the bar that he owned previously. And prior to that, he was only half owner of the bar. He won the other half in a poker game and then decided to sell the bar once he owned it in its entirety and then uh, and then begin his, his restaurant from that. So I guess if he hadn't won that poker game, maybe we never would have had Carl's Chop House. Very interesting. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to pick up this book, where can they find it at? It's available at Barnes & Noble and also on Amazon. And it's also available at my publisher's website, which is thehistorypress.com. That was Paul Fashan, author of Lost Restaurants of Detroit. This is Culture Shift.